all my dear listeners, and welcome to Season 2 of Counter Melody. It is I, your host, Daniel Gundlach, and once again I'm eager to delve into the world of song with you. I'm devoted to bringing you the voices of beloved artists, often focusing on unexpected facets of their artistry. In addition, I look forward to presenting less celebrated but equally treasurable singers who also deserve our attention and respect. Since I started this podcast, I've learned even more about the topic to which I have devoted my life, and I'm honored to have you join me on this ongoing mutual journey of discovery. Let's get down to today's business. Great singers and great singing. everyone and welcome to Counter Melody. First I wanted to thank all of you who have been in touch with me to tell me how much they enjoy the Jorma Hörninen episode. That means a lot to me. He's one of my very favorite singers and you all have very good taste. It's a special episode today and I'm going to tell you all about it. December 19th is my mother's 85th birthday. So in honor of her, I'm going to celebrate the year 1935. But before I do that, I want to share with you a recording of me singing a song that's very special to both of us and which I sang to my mother in a live performance that I gave five years ago on her 80th birthday. That's the song When You Wish Upon a Star. The version that I'm presenting to you today was recorded in New York in October 2015 with my dear friend Lloyd Ariola on the piano. Thank you. 
I have decided that we're going to look at the year 1935 in terms of what was going on on Broadway, on the silver screen, and on the hit parade, and also some interesting byways along the way. First of all, in 1935, Edith Piaf, who shares a birthday with my mother, she was born 20 years before her, so in 1915. In December 1935, Edith Piaf made her very first recordings, including this song by Marguerite Monod called L'Etranger. Comme bien les gars du nord dans ses cheveux un peu d'or, un sourire d'ange. J'allais passer sans le voir, mais quand il m'a dit bonsoir, d'une voix chantante, j'ai compris que ce soir-là, malgré la pluie et le froid, je serais contente. Il avait Il venait de à ma saison. J'ai rêvé de l'étranger et le cœur tout dérangé par les cigarettes, par l'alcool et le cafard. Son souvenir chaque soir m'a tourné la tête. Mais on dit qu'après du port, on a repêché le corps d'un gars de marine Qui par l'amour délaissé, ne trouva pour le verser Que la mercalie Il avait tort I could give you a full episode of just these marvelous Café Concert singers, but I'm just going to give you one more today, and that's Lucienne Boyer doing this gorgeous song, Chez Moi. Il faut que je ramène un jour bientôt l'amour chez moi. Car j'ai la roue, bien trop de peine À vivre tout seul sous mon toit Je lui dirai, viens voir la vue De ma fenêtre, elle est bien mieux Quand il aura bien vu la rue Je lui ferai fermer les yeux C'est gentil, chez moi Je vous invite Vous serez pour moi le seul ami Nous n'aurons plus jamais de visite À la porte tous les ennuis Nous serons heureux dans mon sixième Il y a place pour deux dans mon logis On comptera les fois Well, 
les fois où nous dirons je t'aime Fais-tu bien chez moi when I first discovered Josephine Baker in the late 1980s, my world turned upside down. I had never seen anything like her before, and she just excited me no end. In 1935, she released one of her most famous and important films called Princesse Tam Tam. The racial politics of this are highly questionable, but there are some gorgeous aspects of this movie, including Baker herself, who is extraordinary. Here's a song from the movie called Sous le ciel d'Afrique, Under the African Skies. Her fellow music makers on this recording are none other than the comedian harmonists, the important German close harmony group who were broken up by the Nazis. Jamais d'espoir, jamais de joie, notre âme noire en sa douleur. Fermons les yeux, que tout se passe, espace rêveble. Dans le fini, qui fit le soleil d'Afrique, sur les tropiques, sous le ciel d'Afrique. Chaque instant semble mieux Josephine Baker was certainly one of the most famous American expats. Another one of those was Paul Robeson. 
I will be featuring Paul Robeson in an episode leading up to the inauguration in January. Paul Robeson relocated to England in the early 1930s, where he made a number of films, not all of which were to his liking. He had a particular dislike for the politics of this film, Sanders of the River. But there is a gorgeous song in here. It's called Love Song, and it's composed by none other than Misha Spolyansky, who was another emigre from Germany fleeing the Nazis. Here's a performance of that very song, Love Song from Sanders on the River. There's a new magic in the air, magic everywhere, magic in the breeze among the trees. It is you. Ever since you came, nothing is the same. Just to speak your name sets me all aflame. Ever since I fell underneath your spell, live long ago. States as well, of course. No doubt the most famous of those was the extraordinary film star Marlene Dietrich, who is one of my very favorite singers and performers and artists and icons and figures of all time. In 1935, she made the last of her films with Josef von Sternberg in Hollywood. It's called The Devil is a Woman, and she appears at her most stunning. I think it's a great film. It's heavily cut, unfortunately, from what the original release was. And here's one of the songs that was cut. It's called If It Isn't Pain. And the gist of it is, if it isn't pain, then it isn't love. If it isn't pain, then it isn't love. If it doesn't drive you insane, it's hard to love. If it's not a flame, I don't care. 
Another very famous German emigre was Kurt Weil, who fled Germany in 1933. By 1935, he had gone from Paris to England. He was trying to get produced a show that he had written called Der Kuhhandel. He had written this in collaboration with the Hungarian-born lyricist Robert Vambery. The show had a very, very limited run in London as Shady Business, I think it was, or Shady Dealings. An alternate title for this was A Kingdom for a Cow or something like that. The show was clearly not successful, but Kurt Weil had this very interesting way of recycling material. And if you listen to this first song of the hero, Seit ich in diese Stadt gekommen bin, since I've come to this city, you will hear a tune that eventually became September song in Knickerbocker Holiday, just a few short years later, once Weil and his wife Lotelenia had relocated to the United States. Seit ich in diese Stadt one other very famous German who spent some time in the U.S. as well, and that is the theater director Max Reinhardt. He went to Hollywood and did a film version of A Midsummer Night's Dream that suffered because of some very strange miscasting. But there are some gorgeous 
musical things from this. And yet another German émigré, Erich Korngold, was by now composing his first scores for Hollywood. And for Midsummer Night's Dream, he adapted the music of Felix Mendelssohn. In 1999, there was a complete recording made of all of the music that Korngold wrote and adapted for this film. Here's Titania's Slumber Song, sung by Selina Lindsley, with Gerd Albrecht conducting the Deutsche Symphonie Orchestra Berlin. Since we're in Hollywood, let's stay here for a little while and discuss some of the songs that were featured in films and also were at the very top of the hit parade in 1935. From the movie Broadway Melody of 1936, which was released in the fall of 1935, we have classic song by Arthur Freed and Nasho Herb Brown, You Are My Lucky Star. And I'm featuring this in a performance by Connie Boswell, who was one of Ella Fitzgerald's favorite singers and a great influence on her. And she's also a singer that I love, love, love. So here's Connie Boswell, You Are My Lucky Star. You are my lucky star I saw you from afar Two lovely eyes at me, they were gleaming Beaming I was starstruck You're all my lucky Open heaven's portal Here on earth For this poor mortal 
Another of the top ten hits in 1935 was the song On the Good Ship Lollipop. The composer of this is none other than Richard Whiting, who wrote a lot of tunes in the Great American Songbook. And his daughter, of course, was Margaret Whiting, who was herself a great singer and interpreter of that very repertoire. I don't want to say anything controversial, but I'm not a big fan of Shirley Temple. I admire what she did in helping people survive the Great Depression, but I'm just not a fan of her performing. I'm sorry. I just don't like kids on film. I'm allergic to them. But listen, here's a version of On the Good Ship Lollipop sung by a group called the Stewart Sisters, and the orchestra is conducted by Rudy Valley. I've thrown away my toys, even my drum and train. I want to make some noise with real Number one hit on the hit parade in 1935 was this song, Cheek to Cheek, from the film Top Hat. And here's Fred Astaire, that magnificent voiceless wonder, performing with his own inimitable and matchless style, Cheek to Cheek, by, of course, Irving Berlin. Heaven, I'm in heaven. And my heart beats so that I can hardly speak And I seem to find the happiness I seek When we're out together dancing cheek to cheek Heaven, I'm in heaven And the cares that hung around me through the week Seem to vanish like a gambler's lucky streak When we're out together dancing cheek to cheek Oh, I love to climb a mountain And to reach the highest peak But it doesn't thrill me half as much As dancing cheek to cheek Oh, I love to go out fishing In the river or a creek but I don't enjoy it half as much as dancing cheek to cheek. Dance with me, I want my arm about you. The charm about you will carry me through to heaven. 
I'm in heaven And my heart beats so that I can hardly see And I seem to find the happiness I seek When we're out together dancing cheek to cheek Another big hit in 1935 was the Marx Brothers film, A Night at the Opera. This film featured Alan Jones and Kitty Carlisle as the love interests. They sing a gorgeous song, again, by Fried and Brown, called Alone. This is a studio recording that Alan Jones made in 1936 of that very song. Alone, alone with the sky of romance above. That was meant for love. There must be someone waiting who feels the way I do. Wherever you are, are you? touching on opera today because that is another category. In two weeks, I'm going to devote a portion of my episode to the extraordinary things that were happening in the opera world in 1935, both performances and extraordinary singers that were born in that year, some of whom are still with us. One singer who tragically died in a plane crash at the height of her renown was Grace Moore. She was also a big film star. Her first mega-hit was called Love Me Tonight, and in 1935, she came out with a film called Love Me Forever, which one cannot help but think is a direct reference to the title of the prior film. Here she sings the title track. The music is by Victor Scherzinger, with words by Gus Kahn. And what's interesting is that Victor Scherzinger was also the director of this film, clearly a multi-talented gentleman.
the winner of the Oscar for Best Actress was none other than Betty Davis. She won for a film that didn't necessarily deserve to be recognized. That was called Dangerous. But the issue was that the prior year she had appeared in Of Human Bondage, opposite Leslie Howard. And that was an extraordinary piece of work for which she did not receive recognition. So it was felt that this was a consolation Oscar that she received in 1935 for Dangerous. Many years later, specifically in 1962, Betty Davis appeared in the first of a long string of my favorite type of movie, those granny horror flicks, whatever you want to call them, those grand guignol films featuring grande dame of the cinema. There are so many of them, but Whatever Happened to Baby Jane is really still about the best. One of the key moments in that movie is, of course, when Betty Davis walks down the stairs dressed as Baby Jane and performs I've Written a Letter to Daddy, while Victor Buono accompanies her on the piano. In 1976, at the age of 68, Betty Davis went into the recording studio in London and recorded this number, and it's from that memorable yet almost unlistenable recording that this performance stems. I read a letter to Daddy His address is heaven above I've written to Daddy We miss you And wish you were with us too, love Instead of a standby put kisses The postman said that's best to do I've written a letter to Daddy Saying I love you I've written a letter to Daddy His address is heaven above I've written Dear Daddy We miss you And wish you were with us to love Instead of a stamp I put kisses 
The postman said that's best to do. I've written a letter to Daddy saying I love you. In 1935, there were some singers that were just starting to come up that went on to make an enormous impact. We've already seen Edith Piaf. And another one who was just starting to make an impact was the young woman who soon was to receive the name Judy Garland. This is her first demo recording for Decca Records, and her mother accompanies her, and it's Bill from Showboat. There's a real naivete of phrasing, there are some textual mistakes, but you hear, even at this very early moment, that it is Judy, and we love her for it. I used to dream that I would discover a perfect lover. Someday I knew I'd recognize him if ever he came round my way. I always used to fancy then He'd be one of the kind of godlike men With a giant brain and a noble head Like the hero's bold In the books that I've read He's just my bill an ordinary boy. Why, he hasn't got a thing that I could really brag about. And yet to be upon his knees, yet he did not favorite of my mother's is Carmen Miranda. Carmen Miranda had not yet come to the United States in 1935, but she was making movies in Brazil, including a film called Estudiantes, in which she sang this song, Sono de Papel, Dream of Paper. Interestingly, this was one of the top hits in the United States in 1935, so it really paved the way for Carmen Miranda's eventual Hollywood career. O balão vai subindo, vem caindo a garoa O céu é tão lindo e a noite é tão boa São João, São João, acende a fogueira No meu 
coração E o balão vai subindo, vem caindo a garoa O céu é tão lindo e a noite é tão boa São João, São João, acende a fogueira no meu coração Sonho de papel, a girar na imensidão Soltei o teu louvor, um sonho multicor, ó oh, meu São João Balão vai subindo e vem caindo a garoa O céu é tão lindo e a noite é tão boa São João, São João acende a fogueira do meu coração E o balão vai subindo vem caindo a garoa O céu é tão lindo e a noite é tão boa São João, São João acende a fogueira do meu coração The good neighbor policy was in full swing, and that led to some very interesting associations with Central and South American countries. One of the artists who really benefited from this was Xavier Cugat. The song The Lady in Red by Ali Rubel and Mort Dixon was used in a film called In Caliente, and here is a performance with Cugat and his Waldorf Astoria Orchestra with vocals by Don Reed of The Lady in Red. It's really worth looking up this complete performance. As with everything else on this episode, I've cut things very short and am offering you only snippets of these songs, but this is really worth looking up. You can find it on YouTube, anywhere else. Oh, the lady in red, the fellows are crazy for the lady in red. She's a bit gaudy, but lovely, what a personality. Oh, the lady in red, fresh as a daisy when the colors in red. Dancing and dining and shining with originality. She's very proper, she's nothing more than a pal, but oh me and oh my, you never stop her. Be a dangerous gal if she should ever meet the right guy. Oh, the lady in red, the fellows are crazy for the lady in red. Another South American singer and artist who was making inroads in the United States as well was Carlos Gardel, the King of Tango, whom I featured on at least one previous episode. I think one of the episodes I did on charm, perhaps, because man, was he a charmer. This was a hit of his in the United States. It is called El Di Que Me Quieras, The Day That You Love Me, and is from a film of the same title. Here he is. Oh, 
como un cantar Ella quieta mi herida Todo, todo se olvida El día que me quiera La rosa tenga lana Se vestirá de pieza con su mejor color y al viento las carapanas mirar que eres mía y loca la portana se cortará de tu amor la noche que me quiera desde el azul del cielo, las estrellas en nos mirarán pasar y un rayo misterioso para mi duele tu pelo, lucierna gajuriosa, Richard Rogers and Lawrence Hart were doing some work in Hollywood at that time, and they wrote a song that never ended up getting used in the films for which it was intended, and yet went on in 1935 to become a freestanding and big hit. That's Blue Moon. I love this song. And here it is, sung by Helen Ward, accompanied by Benny Goodman and his orchestra. And I should just add that Benny Goodman was a musician that my father loved very much, so it's nice to be able to present something in memory of my father as well today. song. This is by Ruth Etting, and it's by Fred Allert and Joe Young, and it's called Life is a Song. Let's sing it together. This was another of the top 50 hits in the U.S. Life is a song. Let's sing it together. Oh, let's take our hearts and dip them in rhyme. 
learn the words, let's learn the music together, hoping the song lasts for a long, long time. Our life is a song that goes on forever. Love's old refrain can never go wrong. Let's strike the note Mendelssohn wrote concerning spring weather. Ah, let's sing it together and make life a higher on that top 50 list. In fact, I think this was number three, perhaps, is what I would consider a surprising and atypical entry. That's by the woman who was known as Patsy Montana. And here is her self-penned song, I Want to Be a Cowboy Sweetheart. Clearly, she was quite the yodeler. west of the great divide i want to hear the coyotes howling while the sun sinks in the west i want to be a cowboy sweetheart that's the life that i love Before we move to what was going on on Broadway in 1935, let me just take a really quick pause and thank you all for your support. I've gained a few more Patreon supporters this week, and I just posted a bonus episode last week entitled Big Baroque Christmas, which features music by Bach and Handel, written specifically for the Christmas season. In Germany here, we're about to go in full lockdown again, so we need to create as much Christmas cheer, as we possibly can, by whatever means possible. If you support me on Patreon, first of all, that would be a lovely Christmas gift for me, and you get to sample this wonderful episode among the others that I have already posted. Please go to patreon.com countermelody and feel free to provide me with monthly support anywhere from $2 on up a month, and you will gain access to all of these wonderful episodes that I've been producing for you. Well, if I can get myself organized, I'll post another Christmas episode this coming week. Thank you all, and let's go on with the program. We're going to look at things that were going on on stage. First, we're going to begin with this warning from Noel Coward in his song, Mrs. Worthington. Don't put your daughter on the stage, Mrs. Worthington. This is a hilarious recording, again, from 1935. Don't put your daughter on the stage, Mrs. Worthington. Don't put your daughter on the stage. The profession is overcrowded, and the struggle is pretty tough. 
and admitting the fact she's burning to act, that isn't quite enough. She has nice hands to give the wretched girl her due, but don't you think her bust is too developed for her age? I repeat, Mrs. Worthington, sweet Mrs. Worthington, don't put your daughter on the stage. Don't put your daughter on the stage, Mrs. Worthington. Don't put your daughter on the stage. She's a bit of an ugly duckling, you must honestly confess. And the width of her seat would surely defeat her chances of success. It's a loud voice, and though it's not exactly flat, she'll need a little more than that to earn a living wage. On my knees, Mrs. Worthington, please, Mrs. Worthington, don't put your daughter on the stage. Don't put your daughter on the stage, Mrs. Worthington, don't put your daughter on the stage. Though they said at the School of Acting she was lovely as Pierre Gint, I'm afraid on the whole an ingenue role would emphasize her squint. She's a big girl, and though her teeth are fairly good, she's not the type I ever would be eager to engage. No more butts, Mrs. Worthington. Nuts, Mrs. Worthington. Don't put your daughter on the stage. There were not so many important musicals that opened on Broadway in 1935, interestingly. One was by Schwartz and Dietz, Arthur Schwartz and Howard Dietz, and it was called Revenge in Music. And the big hit tune from that was You and the Night and the Music. And here it's sung by the woman who created the song, Libby Holman, who's a pretty fascinating character. I remember reading a biography of hers years ago. She's also famous for the song Moanin' Low, if you know that. Anyway, she's got one of those really guttural, low alto voices. And I don't think she sounds terrific here, but it's a great song, and here she is. You and the Night and the Music, from Revenge in Music. You and the Night and the Music Fill me with flaming desire Setting my being completely on fire You and the night and the music Thrill me, but will we be one After the night and the music Until the pale light of dawning and daylight Our heart will be throbbing guitar Morning may come without warning And take away the stars If we must live for the moment Love till the moment is through After the night and the music biggest Broadway star of all time. That's debatable, but I can't think of many others who fit that bill to the extent that she does. Ethel Merman now sings a song for us from Life Begins at 840, which was a review with music by Harold Arlen and lyrics by Yip Harburg and Ira Gershwin. This is a very clever lyric. It's called You're a Builder Upper and Nobody 
sings it like Ethel Merman. When you want to, you are able to make me feel that I'm like Garbo. Then next minute, you make me feel like something from the zoo. First you warm up, then you're distant. Never knew a boy so inconsistent. I'm a big shot at half past one, a so-and-so by two. Heaven forgive you for your sins. Keeping me on needles and pins. You're a builder-upper, a breaker-downer, a holder-outer, and I'm a giver-inner. Sad but true, I'm a sapperoo too. Taking it from a taker over like you. Don't know where I'm at her, I'm just a thisser, then I'm a thatter, a taker of the chinner. My, 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 what a weakie am I to love you as I do. I'm ready to sob, you hand me a throb, and everything is hunky-dory, and that's my story. Open your arms, and I'm a stooge for your charms. You're a builder-upper, a breaker-downer, a holder-outer, and I'm a giver-inner. Sad but true, I love what I do, being broken by a builder-upper like you. like you break a downer I love you yes I do just when I'm ready to sob you hand me a throb and everything is hunky-dory and that's my story open your arms and I'm just a stooge for all of your charms you're a builder-upper a break-a-downer a holder-outer and I'm a giver in a sad but true I love what I do Across the pond in London was another very important American emigre, Elizabeth Welch, who had settled there after traveling with one of the African-American reviews. I can't remember if it was Blackbirds. It probably was Blackbirds. She lived most of her life in England, and here she sings a song by one of the most important operetta composers, Ivor Novello. This is a song from the show called Glamorous Night. It's called The Girl I Knew, and it's a very interesting take on the commercial aspects of life. Every day in every way, life's getting more worthwhile. I'm queen of cabarets, and dukes adore me. Furs and hats and Mayfair flats of ultra-modern style don't pass my time of day. They only bore me. That girl I knew will never return. Now I'm a star with money to burn. The girl I knew could never be false to you. Her men were of the family too She never joined the gay crowd drinking and dancing moonlight ro- 
never dreamed of such a defendant, rich and resplendent. Now I'll dine alone with any who cares to go. Cole Porter had a show on Broadway that year called Jubilee. Never heard of Jubilee? Hmm, maybe you've heard of this song, Just One of Those Things. This is a 1957 recording by Nat King Cole. It was just one of those things Just one of those crazy flings One of those bells that now and then rings Just one of those things It was just one of those nights Just one of those fabulous flights A trip to the moon on gossamer wings Just one of those things If we thought a bit of the end of it When we started painting the town We'd have been aware That our love affair was too hot Not to cool down So goodbye dear and amen Here's hoping we meet now and then It was great fun But it was just Just one of those things. One of the strangest shows ever to appear on Broadway was this extravaganza called Billy Rose's Jumbo. Rogers and Hart contributed the music, which, in fact, has several very important and well-known songs from their canon. Here's one called The Most Beautiful Girl in the World, and it's performed by Johnny Mathis in this 1963 recording. It's worth noting that Johnny Mathis is the first of our singers today who was also born in the year 1935. So, happy 85th birthday year to you, Johnny Mathis. The most beautiful girl in the world Picks my ties out Eats my candy Drinks my brandy The most beautiful girl in the world The most beautiful star in the world Isn't Garbo Isn't Dietrich But that sweet trick Who can make me believe it's a beautiful world Social, not a bit Natural kind of wit She'd shine anywhere And she hasn't got what I'm in the world has a mortgage what do I care it's goodbye care when my slippers are next to the ones that belong
by far the most important Broadway debut that year was of George Gershwin's Porgy and Bess. I'm going to offer you several excerpts from that featuring singers who had a very close connection with the piece. First is Martha Flowers, that delicious soprano that I have featured before on the podcast in this 1956 recording of Summertime that she made in the Netherlands. Her voice has a rare beauty, and she's somebody who brings me no end of delight and wonder in the way that she makes everything sound like she's making it up on the spot. from the Golden Key radio program that aired on December 1st, 1935. Here are the original Porgy and Bess, Todd Duncan and Ann Brown, singing Bess, You Is My Woman Now. Bess, you is my woman now. You is, you is. And you must laugh and sing and dance for two
The woman who created the role of Serena, Ruby Elsie, had been nearly forgotten for posterity until efforts were made to bring her recordings to light. She made no commercial recordings, and so all of the radio performances that we have really help provide a more complete picture of who this artist was. Here is a performance of My Man's Gone Now. The spoken voice that we hear at the beginning is none other than George Gershwin himself. Now we have a song by uh, Miss Ruby Elsie in the second act, scene one, called My Man is Gone Now. Scene two, act one. did not receive a cast recording at the time that it was originally produced, but many of the creators of their roles reunited under the conductor Alexander Smolens, who conducted the premiere of the piece, in 1942 to record excerpts for Decca Records. Here again are Anne Brown and Todd Duncan in I Loves You Porgy. I've included a portion of the dialogue because it's so interesting to hear the spontaneity of their interaction. I love it very much. What's the matter, Bill? I guess I ain't done nothing with the fever. I ain't come back at all. That's all right, honey. Don't you worry, honey. I knows you've been with crime. How you know? God give cripple to understand many things. He ain't give strong men. You ain't want me to go away. No, no, I want you to go. All things stand between you and crime. 
you going? I'll tell him, yes. Foggy, Foggy, why your muscle pull up like that? It make me afraid. If there were no crumbs, if there was only just you and Foggy, what then? Here's another birthday child, Diane Carroll, who was also born in the year 1935. Unfortunately, she died in October 2019, so she's no longer with us. Here she is with the Andre Previn Trio in an unusual performance of It Ain't Necessarily So, a song that is mostly done by men. But I love her sassiness. I love everything about Diane Carroll. I remember when I was a kid watching Julia on television and loving it. I didn't realize the problematic racial politics at the time. I just loved that there was an African-American woman with a little boy, and she was a nurse, and she was so kind. I just loved I'm going to be doing a deep dive into Diane Carroll, and I hope that I will be able to do a full episode on her in the near future. It ain't necessarily so. It ain't necessarily so. Mm, The things that you're liable to read in the Bible, it ain't necessarily so. Little David was small, but oh my, David was small, but oh my, he fought big Goliath, who lay down and dieth, yes, David was small, but oh my, to get into heaven, don't snap for a seven, live clean, Don't have no fun Oh, I take that gospel whenever it's possible But with a little grain of salt Methuselah 
live nine hundred years. Methuselah lived nine hundred years. But who calls that living when no gal will give and turn no man? What's nine hundred years? It ain't necessarily. It ain't necessarily. It ain't necessarily. Now I want to touch on just some of the African American singers who were either beginning their careers or had already made a very important impact on American popular music. Here's a very interesting and sophisticated singer named Adelaide Hall, who made her first impact working with Duke Ellington in a song called Creole Love Call. Here she is in a Vitaphone short from 1935 called An All-Colored Vaudeville Show. The song is called To Love You Again. Unfortunately, I was not able to find out any more details about the performance in spite of my efforts to do so. But Adelaide Hall is a singer I've always loved, and I'm digging deeper into her as well, so who knows? Maybe you'll hear an episode on her in the near future as well. I never meant it when I said we're through And how I resent
Now here's somebody we all love, that's Ella Fitzgerald. In 1935, she was just making her first recordings. This is one with Chick Webb, who was an early mentor of Ella, and at his death, Ella took over his orchestra. This is a song called I'll Chase the Blues Away. I'll chase the blues away, I'll laugh and sing all day, I've found my lover, someone who'll be true. The bluebirds in the trees will sing their song to me, for they'll discover I'm no longer blue. I've traveled far in search of someone like you, or oh, what you are. Now we're going to hear a song by Harry Warren and Al Dubin from a film called Broadway Gondolier. That all sounds very obscure, but the performer is Fats Waller, and this was one of the top hit parade songs of 1935, Lulu's Back in Town. Look at this. Lulu's Back in Town. Bye, bye, bye. Yes, yes, yes. Gotta throw a button on my vest Cause tonight I've got to look my best Lulu's back in town Gotta get a half a buck somewhere Gotta shine my shoes and slick my hair Got to get my clothes booting there Lulu's back in town You can tell all my pets All my Harlem coquettes Mr. Waller regrets uh, But it'll take to get around No, tell the mailman not to call He's coming home until the fall And then again I might not get home at all Lulu's back in town Oh, that woman's back in town Oh my, 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 my Another significant jazz singer who was just beginning to make her very first recordings was none other than Billie Holiday. This is a song, again, by Richard Whiting, called Miss Brown to You. She recorded the first version of this, and it's one of the most delicious. This is with Teddy Wilson and his orchestra. Who do you think is coming to town? You'll never guess who. Lovable, huggable Emily Brown. Miss Brown to you. What if the rain comes pattering down? My heaven is blue. Tennessee sending me Emily Brown. Miss Brown, you. I know her eyes are brilliant. But go slow. Oh, oh. Don't you all get too familiar. Why do you think she's coming to town? Just wait and you'll see. The love of a little Miss Brown is baby to me. Miss 
Bessie Smith died in 1937 under tragic circumstances with which we're probably all familiar. In 1935, her last recordings were already behind her, but from a recording session in 1933 that was produced by John Hammond, I want to present one of her most iconic numbers, Give Me a Pigfoot and a Bottle of Beer. This is so great. 25 cents? <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't pay 25 cents to go in nowhere, cause listen, yeah, up in Harlem every Saturday night. When the eyebrows get together, it's just too tight. They all congregate at an all-night strut. And what they do is tut, tut, tut. Oh, Hannah Brown from Crosstown gets full of corn and starts breaking them down. Just at the break of day, you can hear fascinating African-American singer, and one of the raunchiest, in fact, was Alberta Hunter, who experienced a late career resurgence, but even in 1935 was out there being a real iconoclast. She recorded a song called You Can't Tell the Difference After Dark, and it was considered so risque that it was not released at the time. Luckily, it has been released since. Alberta Hunter, in this song, foregrounds the question of skin color and how persons with darker colored skin are often discriminated against. She lays it out as only she could do. I love this recording. Look what the sun has done to me It seems there's no more fun Do me Why must all the boys act so shy I have guessed the reason why I may be as brown as a berry But that's only secondary And you can't tell a difference after dark mm, I may not be so appealing But I've got that certain feeling And you can't tell a difference after dark they say that gentlemen prefer the blonde-haired ladies. Tell me, am I out of style just because I'm slightly shady? Wait until I've won ya, and my love drops down upon ya. You can't tell a difference after dark. Yeah, man. Now I want to devote just a little bit of time to other 1935 
birthday people. It's about a world of difference between Alberta Hunter and Julie Andrews, who also celebrated her 85th birthday this year. Operettas by Sigmund Romberg and Rudolf Frimmel were, at that point, really in their zenith, as they were so often the basis for films starring Jeanette MacDonald and Nelson Eddy. In 1935, Nelson Eddy did have a hit with A Sweet Mystery of Life, but I'm going to instead take you to a recording of the score of Rosemarie by Rudolf Frimmel, Herbert Stothert, Otto Harbach, and Oscar Hammerstein II. This is the so-called Indian Love Call, When I'm Calling You. This was a studio recording made by Julie Andrews in 1958. She's joined by Giorgio Tozzi and Lehman Engel as the conductor. When I'm Ten years later is sort of the polar opposite of that when I'm calling you. This is Herb Alpert, also born in 1935, doing the Burt Bacharach, Hal David number, This Guy's in Love With You. This is the epitome of 60s insouciance and cool. You see this guy, this guy's in love with you. Yes, I'm in love Who looks at you the way I do When you smile I can tell we know each other Very well How can I show you I'm glad Got to know you cause I've heard some talk They say you think I'm fine Yes, I'm in love And what I do to me 
Breaking composer lyricist team, Nancy Ford and Gretchen Cryer. Both of them were born in 1935, and in the mid 70s, they put together a review called I'm Getting My Act Together and Taking It on the Road. From that show is one of my favorite songs called Old Friend, and it's performed here in a live version from 1991 by Michael Feinstein. Love is rare, life is strange. Nothing lasts, people change. Every time I've lost another lover, I call up my old friend and I say, Let's get together. I'm under the weather Another love has come to an end And she listens as I tell her my sad story And wonders at my taste in friends And we ponder why I do it And the pain of getting through it she laughs and says, you'll do it again. But we sit in a bar and talk till two about life and love, as old friends do, and tell each other what we've been through. How love is rare, life is strange. Nothing lasts, people change And we wonder if I'll live with any lovers Or spend my life alone the bartender is dozing And it's getting time for closing So we figure that I'll go it on my own But we'll meet the year 62 And 
travel the world as old friends do and tell each other what we've been through how love is rare life is strange nothing lasts people change love is rare life is strange Nothing lasts People change Old friend Now, finally, these last two songs do have a certain family significance. First is a song by my mother's sister's favorite singer of all time, Elvis Presley. Aunt Carol absolutely loved Elvis, and here he is doing a song that, like so many of his hits, was based on a classical song called Plaisir d'Amour. Some of his other songs were O Sole Mio, or It's Now or Never, and there are a couple others like that as well. I didn't realize it until today that this song is based on Plaisir d'Amour. It's called Can't Help Falling in Love. Wise men say only fools rush in, but I can't help falling in love with you. Shall I stay? Would it be? If I can't help falling in love with you Like a river flows surely to the sea Darling, so it goes, some things are meant to be to say that my mother is still with us. She's experiencing a lot of difficulty in these times, as we all are. And I want to encourage everyone to say I love you to the people that matter and to do your very best to help keep our elders safe. We have this joke that she always refers to herself as Mommy Dearest. (laughs) 
She's about as far as you could get from Joan Crawford. Look, there are a lot of things that we don't agree on, but we talk to each other every week, and those conversations are always highlights of my week. When I was in high school, I was emerging from another <laughs> really difficult period in my life, and something that really rescued me was when I took part in the drama department's production of The Fantastics. I was one of the two pianists and I made friends in that production that I'm still in touch with. We're going to hear Try to Remember in a 1982 performance by Jerry Orbach, who of course created the song Off-Broadway. He also was born in 1935. I chose to leave out the second verse of Try to Remember, but I'll just read the text of it for you, and then we'll close with Jerry Orbach singing the song. Try to Remember when life was so tender that no one wept except the willow. Try to remember when life was so tender that dreams were kept beside your pillow. Try to remember when life was so tender that love was an ember about to billow. Try to remember, and if you remember, then follow. Try to remember the kind of September when life was slow and oh so mellow try to remember the kind of september when grass was green and grain was yellow try to remember the kind of september when you were a tender and callow fellow Try to remember, and if you remember, then follow. Deep in December, it's nice to remember, although you know the snow will follow. Deep in December, it's nice to remember, Without a hurt, the heart is hollow. Deep in December, it's nice to remember the fire of September that made us mellow. Deep in December, our hearts should remember and follow. My dear friends, let's do all we can to keep the song in our hearts. I'm Daniel Kuntlach. Follow. Happy birthday, Mom. Yeah.